What it is, y'all. This is Emily. And Marlene. And this is Juntas Hablamos. Hey, guys. We're back. Uh, <laughs> episode two. Sorry for the wait. <laughs> it's fine. How long has it been? Just like two weeks. It's fine. Just like two weeks. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. Bi weekly payment. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. <laughs> Your car's extended warranty. There you go. Okay. Well, anyways, this week we're going to be talking about some self-love and everything that comes with that, the insecurities, pressure, how to get out of your head, how to do stuff for yourself, just a little bit of everything. All the sad parts of it, all the ups and downs, because I know you have good days where you're like, okay, I am that bitch. Exactly. And there's days where you're like, ew, that's me, because recently (laughs) I've been having a lot of those. Yeah, and we'll get into that. But let's start off with I guess, when was the first time you felt insecure? Crap. That I can remember, I want to say it was, like, later in my teens, for sure, because I feel like you don't really know what insecurities are until you have everyone else's, like, opinions start to, like, really get drilled in your head. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, for instance, when I was younger, there'd be something someone would say where I'd be like, Oh, really? Like, oh, why are you wearing that shirt? I'm like, is this something bad with my shirt? But I didn't really process that that would be, like, something I should feel gross about or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think looking back at one of my pictures with somebody, someone's like, ew, you look like a potato. <laughs> and then I was like, I love key do, huh? And then it just kind of, it was something so innocent. I was, like, probably in middle school, but it's, like, someone else's commentary made me look at that picture that I had probably seen freaking 15 times over. And only at that time when they said something was I like, ew. Yeah. So it's like, realistically, I would have never thought that, but because someone else said something, exactly. now it's an issue. Yeah. Which I think <laughs> is like, still what kind yeah. of insecurity is. Like, I feel like if we were to just go by and not worry about what everybody else is yeah. thinking, probably my insecurities weren't, would it be there so much, but I can't say it. Uh, they'd be completely zero. Yeah. I would say definitely for me, it was earlier just because I was an overweight child and people loved to make fun of me when I was little. Um, So yeah, I would say the first time I felt insecure though, because even though I was bigger and I got made fun of or whatever, I didn't really feel insecure because I was comfortable with who I was back then. I feel like you had a really good support system. Yeah, exactly. I didn't really feel insecure Honestly, right the year I got diabetes, I feel like everything happened that year for me. Yeah. And, and like, also being hit with, like, that news at such a yeah. young age, you're like, exactly. what does that mean for me now? Exactly. Like, I was just so unsure of myself in every aspect of the way. Like, my health, my right. friendships, because I was like, are they really my friends or are they talking about me now? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. It's And there was this one distinct memory I have. Where you know how they do like that annual physical or whatever? That's cool. Yes. Yeah, and they yeah. weigh you and they make you do all this stuff. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So they had us go into the hallway to mm-hmm. like make it more private mm-hmm. and we would get our weight seen. Sometimes I'd get it like on a paper. Would you get like the paper results too or they would just tell you them? Um, I've gotten the paper ones here but not over there. Or they would just tell it to you over there. Gotcha. So yeah, it was my turn. They brought me into the hall. And I got on the scale, and as soon as I got on the scale, a guy from my class came running out into the hallway to see how much I weighed, and then went back into the class and told everybody, and then I started instantly crying, and everybody made fun of me. 
and they all had to write me apology notes. And that was the worst thing ever. I feel like that just made matters worse. Yeah, like, it, yeah, because it didn't mean anything. Right. And now you're just doing it because you were told to do it. Exactly. Now it's bringing more attention to the Exactly. Situation. So, yeah. That's the worst. I definitely think that was my first, like, real insecurity right there. Yeah. And then from there, you know, it just blossoms with, like, yeah. school and mean girls. And, and like I said, you have phases where you're, like, actually good. Yeah, I remember for like I think my longest streak of like waking up every day and not having to look in the mirror and be like, "Ew," probably was like a good four months, and that's mm-hmm. because I was really just focusing on like what I eat, going to yeah. the gym, you know, making sure I have self care. But like you said, life happens, you get busy, and you don't always have these opportunities to do all these things for you. Yeah, and then it kind of you fall off, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror one day, and I'm like, "Why do I not look like how I did when you were doing completely different things?" So yeah. it's like, "Well, there's your answer. You were living." different lifestyles like mm-hmm. you can't just think it's just you it's like life happens to you yeah exactly so it's tough but it's um, part of life yeah and i would say that's a good way to segue into our next little topic which is is self-deprecation oh love that <laughs> that's like my best friend yeah we'd be loving that and let <laughs> me think first time i do anything like self-deprecating I feel like I want to say high school. Yeah, I'm gonna say high school because, like, yeah, I was insecure before then, mm-hmm. but I don't think like I was like, oh, I hate myself or I hate this or I hate that. That. And much. I feel like, do you guys remember that scene in Me Girls where like they go into the mirror and they're like, oh my god, my my whatever, my ears are too big. Yeah, and then Lindsay Lohan had to say. Like, she just some, she thought of something off the top of her head. She was like, uh, uh my breath smells in the morning. Yeah. Like, she didn't really feel like that about herself. And exactly. if she did, it was never something she vocalized. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's, like, the prime example of, like, I feel like I probably started self-deprecating myself when I kind of heard that everyone else yeah. did it too out loud. Because I'm sure I probably thought these mm-hmm. things, but it wasn't something I'm going to, like, voice. Yeah. Because it was just, like, you would go to the bathroom with your friends and you're in, you're going to a party or something and you're yeah. getting ready. And you just look at yourself and everybody's like, oh, my God, my face looks horrible. Or oh, my tits, they don't look good. Right. And then they're like, like, friend, like, you look great. And it's yeah. like, why can't I look at myself at this current moment? How you're looking at myself. Exactly. But, like, the roles are switched also. Like, yeah. You could go in the bathroom and be like, I look like that. Exactly. And I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Literally happens all the time. Like, we're getting back into, like, our gym journey now. And, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love being at the gym and all. But it's it's hard definitely starting back up. I used to be, like, consistent all the time, mm-hmm. but, you know, again, life happens, life, everything. So we went back, and, like, we remember <laughs> finishing our oh routine. I go into the bathroom, and I said, Marlon, how did this happen? Yeah. Like, when did I lo- start looking like this? And it was just, like, the most negative comedy yeah. thing. And we probably sounded ridiculous as we were walking by, and I, like, turn, and I'm like, it's giving pregnant. So yeah. Like, <laughs> and this girl, like, walks behind me, yeah. you know, and she's looking at me, like, giggling. Yeah. And I'm like, she thinks this is funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really not confident right now. But yeah. It's really just we're our worst enemy. Yeah, sure. And I think that comes, like, from the pressures, especially as women in society, where they're, like, telling you, you got to look like this, you got to look like that, you can't be too fat, you can't be too thin, you can't have a big nose, you can't have a small nose, you can't have, like, all these things. They just, yeah. they it contradicts itself, so you can never be what people want you to be. And that's their point, though. Exactly. That's what they want. They yeah. don't want you to ever be that girl. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, y'all... That are listening, you are that girl. You have you that are. mentality. But 
society doesn't want us to ever feel like that girl. So that's why standards, beauty or not, are always going to change because they don't ever want you to feel like that girl. Yeah. Like before, when we were growing up, it was like the thin girls on every single magazine. Yeah. Like you wouldn't see anybody with a body like ours. And then it was the era of Kim Kardashian, like big, 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 big boobs, yeah, big, curvy, and then all the like thinner girls were like, "Oh, I don't look like that, so I must look horrible." Right, and it's just like it just comes in waves. Yeah, like, it's ever changing, and it's like it's just so damaging. I think like mm-hmm. growing up like that, like because you see all these people in magazines. Like at least for me, because. We're Latinas, and we're also, you know, we got curves. Yeah. <laughs> and we just never saw that growing up. We always saw white girls, <laughs> like skinny tall girls yeah. on the cover of a magazine. And get, don't get me wrong, they were beautiful. Yes. It's just I was never going to look like that, so it made me feel bad. Right. And it's like, why are they getting the attention? Like, exactly. Are they are they the only, like, definition of beauty? Or exactly. Or do we qualify, too? Yeah, that's why I'm liking, like, the newer brands that come out that are like all inclusive and that yeah. they include every size in their campaigns. Mm-hmm. I like, I love that. Like even, um, Chloe Kardashian has that one jeans company. Oh, good. American. Good American. Love her. Yes. Can we just talk about, she's my literal favorite Kardashian. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And I love that. I feel like over the past, maybe five years, you're just seeing more of these like all inclusive models also getting these jobs and careers and making a career out of them looking the way that they do, Mm -hmm. which is great because it's like finally they're getting the appreciation. We're probably growing up, they're like, I want to be a model, but because I only see, you know, six skinny women, I probably would never get there. And like, Mm -hmm. boom, now you're modeling and you're gorgeous. And obviously, I think some brands still have to do some work. Like, I still go into the mall and I go into a store <laughs> and I'm all excited to see and get some stuff. And then I try stuff on and I feel just disgusting. And I just stare at myself in the mirror and I just want to cry because it's that bad. And I feel like it also has to do with that we live in a small town. I feel like if we were to live yeah. in Orlando, maybe we would have more size yeah. range and more like stories True. that have more of what we want yeah. per se. But I mean, you're right for sure. Like there's some brands that need to get the program yeah where it just goes up to freaking like size 10 i'm like right. okay or it's like a size small if it's like an xx small you know honey <laughs> this is supposed to be a small exactly and you're just there trying to fit into yeah. this just like i literally tried on an extra large and it fit perfectly and i'm like okay so either i gained weight mm-hmm. or i am tripping right now yeah and that's another thing like women's sizes don't make any sense no like, no brand is the same no. with sizing. And it's, like, not cohesive at all. Exactly. Like, like I can get a 10 and a 16. Right. In the same brand, too. Yes. Like, my good uh, my good American. <laughs> there we go again. American Eagle yeah. pants. I'm, this, the current jeans I'm wearing are size 4. Mm-hmm. Um, can we just talk about how I have not been a 4 since freshman year, but somehow they still fit me, okay? Yeah. And then I have another pair of jeans that are size eight and they're mom jeans. So, you know, they're looser. And the yeah. ones right now are skinny jeans. So I'm like, how does that make sense? Yeah. It just it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. I so, try not to like focus on sizing. Obviously, I have to focus on sizing because I have to get my socks. Yeah. But it's like if if the medium is not working, okay, you could go to large. Does it mean it's like a bigger deal? Like, yeah. sized up. Like, realistically, it could probably be the medium that's, if yeah. you're used to normally. I think that's what a lot of girls need to like realize is that is that um 
Sorry, guys. We just got all the noises going on. Sorry. So we're just going to hold that door. Yeah. Door. And just keep going with it. We're going to go on. Yeah. What's Next topic? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Um, okay. So now let's like try to talk a little bit about what we do when we're feeling like that negativity, like feeling down on ourselves. What is something that you do? Um, you mean after the fact that I say I'm going to kill myself? Yeah. <laughs> um, just so y'all know, that's like a daily occurrence. Yeah. I'm literally like, oh, so I should just stop, jump off this building. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But obviously. Or also, have you, have any of you, please tell me I'm not crazy for this. When you're driving and you just have a thought like, what if I just crash? Yeah. Why? Why not? Right. I, there's like this ongoing joke where everyone's like, Emily would die today and be fine. And it's not that I would be fine. It's just like, if I die, I die. Like, yeah. It's my time. I will say I'm not as okay with death as she is. That right. Is. But that's why it's like a joke because everyone's like, Emily, how are you? Okay yeah. You? It's like, well, I've lived the life I live. If God needs me to go, he needs me to go. Yeah. But back to the question. Yeah. After saying, you know, the whole jumping off the building, mm-hmm. I definitely have to get myself into the mind's okay. Part three. These fucking motorcycles are up. Don't okay, guys. Don't worry. We're just. I'm in a new house, and I still have to like get some soundproofing in here, and like. And we're just starting. Yeah, we're getting new mics too, so the sound will improve. And if it doesn't, just vibe, just vibe. <laughs> but it will. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to what you were saying. Can you guys tell we just like to steer off course a lot? Yeah. Okay. So I like to remind myself, and this is more of a recent thing I've been doing. I have to tell myself, Emily, your 15-year-old body is not going to be your 20-year-old body. Your 20-year-old body isn't going to be your 40-year-old body. Exactly. It doesn't mean that you don't have to take care of yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just you can't always expect to have this body you had three months ago. Exactly. You know? I mean, it's not impossible to get there, but you can't consistently expect that. Yeah. While your life is changing, your body's not going to change with it. Exactly. Like, a lot of people always bring up that, like, bounce back from like giving birth yeah and i'm like I'm okay. to them but yeah but like girl you just gave birth to a human being give yourself some grace like you don't have to bounce back if yeah that's what you want to do yeah but like you could give yourself that time. exactly i feel like so many women feel pressure to bounce back after having a baby and i'm just like honey, your body is magic like, yeah just created a human being exactly just take a beat breathe yeah um another thing i'm gonna do i do like to like focus on a hobby so my hobby right now would be the gym. But apart mm-hmm. from that, I've been also trying to just, like, learn a new skill. Like, right now I'm doing a lot of um, – <clears throat> what's that called? I, <laughs> I guess it's, like, no, not notebooking, but, like – Journaling? Like, journaling. Uh, not yeah. the word. Like, I'm just kind of, like, doing that, fix, fixing my grammar, fixing, you know, how I speak. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be outside just talking, like <laughs> – I mean, I'll say it. I love it. I love it. But, I mean – I'm also growing up. I want yeah. to fix my vocabulary and all that stuff because I feel like it's always good to just continue to educate yourself. Yeah, it's always good to learn. learn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, also just kind of like affirmations in the morning, like, yeah, you are that bitch. Yeah. Your eyebrows are at least beautiful or <laughs> you're getting your lashes done today. Yeah. You're going to feel like a bad, just like it's the little things yeah. that build up to that big moment where you're like, okay. Yeah, I finally feel okay. And maybe you have to do it again the next mm-hmm. day, but that's okay. It's a yeah. consistent work in progress. Literally, I was about to say, my, one of the biggest things that I do when I'm, like, just hating myself, like, just want to cry when I look in the mirror, I stare at myself in the mirror until I can say one good thing about myself. Yep. I won't let myself move until I say one nice thing about myself. 
Because if I don't, I'm just going to continue down that rabbit hole Mm -hmm. and it's just going to get worse. So yes, it is hard. And some days there's like literally nothing you want to say, but I will literally say, oh, your eyelashes aren't falling off. Yeah. And like, it's not even always like when it comes to self-love, it isn't always just physical. Exactly. It's big mentally too. Like there was like that time where I was feeling really good about myself physically, I was kind of lacking in my mental health. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, I was also after a breakup, but yeah. still, like, I usually do really good after breakups and not because I never love them. It's just I, I, my biggest thing in life is, like, the most permanent person in your life is you. Yeah. So that's how I go about it. But during my, like, great physical journey, my mental health was just, like, being declined because I was yeah. so focused on how I look like rather mm-hmm. than how I'm feeling. Yeah. So I always try to, like, remind people it's a balance of the yes. two because you don't want to lack one yeah. and feel great in the other because then you're just back to square one because you're going to have exactly. to do the same thing and you're going to lack on the other. It's yeah. just a consistent mission cycle when you could just try to focus on both. Yeah. It's like in high school, I was in better shape, but I was miserable. Like I was so depressed. Yeah. And then I was not depressed, but then I gained weight because I got in a relationship. And it's just like happy with Yeah. It's just your body will always fluctuate, but you just have to remember – that the most important thing is your soul and who you are on the inside and the people that matter are going to love that more than anything else. Yeah. Okay. Um, For sure. Let's see. Uh, one of the things I do when I'm feeling down and jumps as well is obviously I love writing. Mm-hmm. That's a given. Um, but also I know this is going to sound bad, but I will just listen to depressing music. And it brings me out of it. I don't know what it, it's. It scratch out why because of like the cry. Yes, like I just yeah. get that big cry out <laughs> in my car, just belting out the songs, and then I'm like, okay, I had my moment, and now I'm fine. And now we're moving because on. it is okay to just like feel those feelings and just let it out. Because if you let it like fester for too long, it's just gonna blow up. Yeah, which is me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like I do the same. I don't do the same, but I'm going to try. Yeah. I mean, she's been better. Yeah. <laughs> Not our minimal, like, half-assed. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, okay. So you were talking about positive affirmations. Yeah. So what is an example, an example of something that you would say to yourself okay, for my like when i feel the most insecure is definitely when i'm like about to go out getting ready mm-hmm. like when i have to like look put together so like yeah. my biggest thing is like i i go up to my mirror and i'm just like whatever you put on right now is gonna look good because you want it to look good and you make the outfit the outfit doesn't make you yeah so that's what i have to tell myself if not every i can literally try on my whole closet and mm-hmm. not going yeah. Um, that's one of them. Another one where it's like, I'm just going to stay home, but I just feel ugh, like mm-hmm. sluggish and stuff. And I'm just like, you work hard every day. You're an independent woman. It's okay to feel like this, but you also love productivity. Let's keep pushing. Don't let your, like, this mentality, this mental state yeah. take over and then make this day not productive. Because again, yeah. I feel like insecurities have a lot to do mentally as physically. So mm-hmm. I gave you, there you go, one of each. Yeah. Um, I would say... For me, like I said, I look in the mirror. I have to say one nice thing about myself. That's one thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is journaling is always good for affirmations or even for, like, setting up the goals you want. I do that, too, where it's, like, 
And I'm not even talking about like career goals or like relationship goals or anything like that. I'm talking about like self-love goals. Yeah. Being like, okay, this week I'm not going to say that I look fat yeah. or this week I'm not going to step onto a scale. Right. I have not stepped on a scale of my own coalition without going like to the doctor in years. And it's been so good for my mental health because I don't know. I, I used to just always weigh myself and that's like kind of how trigger warning, I got my eating disorder mm. where it's just like, you see those numbers and it's just like so daunting. Yeah. And it's just like, you feel like there's nothing you can do. Like, especially for me personally, because I have so many health issues on the back end of it, like with hormones and stuff that it's yeah. always been hard for me to lose weight. So then like when I see the numbers not change on the scale before, it was just like, we're not seeing it as quick as you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just like detrimental. And then you just fall into that same pattern of being like, oh, I look horrible. I'm never going to look good. Blah, 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 blah. So you just have to stop that and be like, no, my body was made for me mm-hmm. and it's going to change, but it's okay. It's okay. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to work out in the end. And whoever you have in your life, We'll love you no matter what. So don't worry about that. That part. Yeah. That part right there. Yeah. Because I've gone, I've fluctuated so much in my way throughout my life. And the people that care about me have never dropped me because of that. Because why? Yeah. And then again, it just goes back to like, it's a bigger thing in your head. Exactly. Than it is in anybody else's mm-hmm. head. Like uh, I saw this one quote or like somebody said in an interview where it's like, when you're in a place and you're so self-conscious about everybody looking at you and judging you, they're doing the same thing. Yeah, literally. They're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Like walking into the gym, that was one of oh my things. Gosh, like yes. when I first started my journey, I'm like, oh my God, everyone's looking at me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ellie, you right now was that guy maybe two weeks ago. Exactly. Or you right now was that buff, swole looking man maybe a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's been here. Like this is a... As corny as it's going to be like no judgment zone. And mm-hmm. if there is judgment, it's no different than if you were just walking in a grocery store. Exactly. Like it's just like people, some people are just judging. Some people yes. Just- and you just got to remember you're doing it for your own benefit, for your own state of mind. Like right. you just have to not, I know it's easier said than done, but not give a fuck what people are going to say. Right. And trust us, we know that's easier said yeah. than done. Easier said than done. <laughs> and like I feel like, as you grow up, it's it becomes an easier task to do because I feel like yeah. high school me gave like a thousand more fucks than me. Exactly. And 20 year old, I mean, 21 year old me. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like, no, I don't want to be 21. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just feel like with time, you'll learn that like skill too, to just like slowly choose what you do and don't want to actually give your time and like worth to. Yeah. I think also a big thing with self love is self care. Uh-huh. And, like, even when you're in a relationship or you have friendships, you always have to back yourself and be, like, your number one fan. Exactly. That's why I always say, like, you are your most permanent person. Yeah. Because not that I want anything or any, like, relationship, friendship in my life to ever just, like, up and end. Up and end. But, like, if it does, who do I got? Me. Exactly. And that's what matters. And I'm going to have to be the one to dig myself out mm-hmm. this like sad hole so yeah like i you just have to be your biggest like advocate your biggest yeah. support system like have these other friends have this family mm-hmm. have a relationship have whatever you want but just know in the end you got to make sure you're holding it stronger than they are even though they're holding it like mega strong yeah i think one of the biggest things that i've done at least for like my own sanity my own self-care my own 
thing is cut out people who drain me, mm-hmm. like emotionally, physically. I feel like that year, this year was like made for like that yeah, exact exactly thing like for us. I feel like when we were younger, it was just kind of like, oh, you're here, so I guess we're friends, right? Or hey, we're in the same class, so I guess we can be buddies. Exactly. It's like you're kind of like forced into yeah. friendships. And, like, when you're older now, we're, we're in our 20s now. Yeah. And you get to actually, like, pick and choose who you want in your life. And you're growing up as a person, so you're obviously exactly. also changing along as they are. So it's, yeah. like, it's not going to be the same it was before. Yeah. The situation's not going to feel as forced. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to be in it, you just kind of remove yourself. Yeah. And, and like, like, okay. A big part of being at least... <laughs> That was me, guys. Sorry. <laughs> a big part of like at least self love in a relationship because I've been in a relationship for almost five years now. So I feel like I've had a long journey with it. Like at the beginning, my whole self worth, I feel, was whatever Jonan thought of me, mm-hmm. which is my fiance, by the way. Um, which it was not a good mindset to have, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I was damaged and stuff from past stuff. So when I got into it, that's how I thought. And then he was a big advocate for this, and so were you, was just m- getting me to understand that I'm good by myself. Yep. Because I've always been a very dependent person because, I don't know, maybe because of the way I was raised or maybe because I have emotional stuff, I don't know. But I've always been a very dependent person on people in my life, like my mom, my best friend Emily, my boyfriend, whatever. But I've realized throughout the last, like, I want to say five years, yeah, that even in your darkest days, yes, people will be there for you, but you are the only one who will always be with you. Yeah. And you know yourself best. You know, like, just like this quick sidetrack, please do not let me go, like, on a whole tangent. (laughs) But, like, I can remember so many instances where, like, I'll go to somebody for advice and they'll tell me that and I'm not going to crap on them because I'm literally coming to them for Mm -hmm. advice, but they'll tell me something and I'm like, well, I know me and I know that's not going to help me, but they genuinely think it will. But Mm -hmm. because I know myself best, I know that's not, that's not a solution I need, but Mm -hmm. I appreciate them being there for me. Like I always will, no matter what, but that's like, it just goes to show like you are your most permanent person. You know yourself best. You got to make sure you're as solid as you could possibly be because that's what matters most. Exactly. And I know at least with having a mental illness, it is hard to always be there for yourself or to be by yourself with your own thoughts, but it's just like, obviously we're going to have a completely different episode to delve more into that, but just know that no matter what it is that you're going through that is making you feel so bad about yourself, it's only temporary and that there is light on the other side. Yeah. Always. Always. There's always going to be light on the other side. Because I remember when you were super, super depressed every day, you would tell me there's nothing to live for. I don't know what I'm doing. Blah, blah, blah. Why am I here? Exactly. And I would just be like, no, Emily, you have a purpose. You are independent. You don't need anybody else. You are over here thinking it was going to take two weeks. Exactly. But like it doesn't, it it could be two weeks, but it could be two years. It Mm -hmm. could be like a freaking lifetime. Like, yeah, it's going to get there. You just have to not be so focused in the now feeling terrible Mm -hmm. and drive yourself to get to the feeling great. Yeah. I feel like self-love is a roller coaster because Mm -hmm. it's never just like 
oh, you love yourself so much. Oh, yeah, and it's never going to be yeah, it's steady, not. great. Exactly. Because us as humans are flawed. Yeah. So we're always going to be looking for something to judge. And that's the thing. Like, us as humans, we want improvement. We want change. Like, exactly. we do want that. As scary as change might be to some people, we mm-hmm. do actually crave that as human beings. Yeah, so, evolution. Yeah, like, that. we're not going to always... Our, my mindset isn't going to always be like it is now. My like ideal body type isn't going to be what it is now in my head. Like yeah. it's going to change. Everything's ever changes. Yeah. Um, I think that's, we touched base on everything we wanted to. Yeah, I think so. So I think we're just going to go into like the less serious part of the podcast now. This is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> we're just chilling now. Um, okay, so we do have a couple questions, and okay. we do have some little topics to talk about. Yes, so. ma'am. Okay, first of all, I need to say this because it happened on Wednesday, and it was <laughs> the best thing ever. You guys don't know this because you don't know me. She could die you. happy right now. I could die so happy right now because <laughs> I have now seen both of my idols in concert. Selena Gomez, I saw her in 2016 with Emily. And oh my God, so it was so beautiful. And then on Wednesday, I saw Alicia Keys and I cried because that woman is everything. And she's beautiful. She's just everything. Like everything she stands for is good and uh, just beautiful and i love her and she was right in front of my face and i cried and she smiled at me where was the concert uh it was in sunrise so like fort lauderdale oh okay yeah i was like where's that <laughs> yeah it was on a wednesday and we got back at like two and three in the morning oh, and i wow. fell asleep at like you were no. the next day yes okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> trooper yeah it was alicia Gibbs. <laughs> nobody was stopping me. yeah and the one thing is when I was younger, when I was like, I don't know, like six or seven, I've always loved performing. So when I was little, I would sing for all my uncles and cousins or whatever. And the song No One came on by Alicia Keys. And we all know it. No one, no one, no one. Okay, maybe that's not a little bit. Let's just listen. I know this is not like literal. Yeah, it's fine. Anyways. So that song, I was singing it, and then my dad says, he pulls me aside afterwards. He's like, do you know who that is? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> How old were you? I was like six or seven. And he's like, that's Alicia Keys. She's like one of my favorite artists. She's- oh, so she was your dad's favorite first? Yes. What? Yeah. So then he's like, she's just the complete package. Like, she writes her music. She composes. She writes in or writes instruments. She plays <laughs> instruments. She does all these things, and she's still beautiful, and she has her family, and she has a good soul. And after, because I idolize my father. He's my hero. So I immediately took that and ran with it, and she's been my idol ever since because yeah. she does embody everything that I hope to be. Yeah. So that was my little tangent. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, also, speaking of concerts, we're going to see Big Time <laughs> Literally, my childhood self is so yes. excited. Can we talk about how when I was younger, like when Big Time Rush was like hot and mm-hmm. beautiful? I mean, they're, they're still, still I'm just saying like they're more in their like prime era. They're in their prime time. Yeah. So I was a big James. Yeah, she was a big James Stan back then. I was literally obsessed with it. Yeah. But I'm more of a Kendall girl right yeah. now. So it's going to be interesting to see how I feel when I At see the concert. Yeah. Oh, so did excited. you see that Kendall shaved his head? Yeah, and he's still sexy. 
Okay, I was I didn't know if you were gonna still think that. No, I do. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> so well, I've been and always will be a Logan girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but smarty boy, love it. <laughs> and he's just so sweet. Like he is he's such a cutie. We're not us talking about that, like we know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we do. Okay. Yeah, we, we knew that we in our dreams. dreams. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but it happened in the last like two weeks or so. The sub that sank. Oh god. Yeah, we always do like a not pop culture, but, but like, like a, something that's going on. Recently. Yeah, in the world. And can I just say, it makes no sense to me why they would want to pay that much money. To go into a submarine that was not safe. Yeah, controlled by a freaking controller. controller, like yeah, the Logitech controller, whatever. Like I don't, I know. It just doesn't sit well with me. I'm still like reading up on it because I just yeah. feel like it's all we are trying to be distracted from something. Yeah, which kind of lucky we were because there was like a boat that had immigrants. Yeah, that were that whole like, thing. Oh, don't even get me started about the whole thing starting tomorrow. I will. Go oh, we're not going to go there tangent. because that could literally be the whole episode by itself. Episode. But yeah. Anyways, if you live in Florida, you know the vibes. Yes, you do. They're not and vibing. They're not vibing. <laughs> we're not vibing with them. No. Um. Okay. Last thing. Let's answer some of these questions. I did not do anything on my Instagram. Someone that's going to be the one providing these. Yes. Questions. And it's mostly just for my friend Rebecca because she has so many questions. <laughs> we love that. Okay, but I do have. Um, one from Zach. From- wow, he is on it. Like yeah, he asked, uh, what is a red flag in both friendships and relationships? Okay, red flag for friendship, if they can never just be a yet, not like a, how do I explain it? Like, they could just be happy for you. Like, oh, you know, yeah. If yeah. you tell them something, they have to automatically be like, oh, yeah, why well, did that too? Or, yeah, like, oh, I didn't love you or something. Why not think, or you can just try to, like, demotivate yes. you or something. Or, like, trying to make it less than it was. Yeah, red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I have a single friend like that because if I did, dropped. Yeah. And then a relationship, I just feel like a red flag would be just, like, being very sussy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like just sus. Like, yeah. you know, I can't just look at you and, like, have a conversation with you without you feeling, like, making me feel like something's off. Yeah, I can't do it. Sorry. Exactly. I mean, apart from cheating and like, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, the you know the norm. the main ones. Yeah, but um, I- yeah, I would say in a friendship, my red flag would be, um, I like kind of what you said, but like where they're just constantly like jealous, mm-hmm. like okay, like even if they even have their own life, they got a boyfriend, whatever, and they're still great. great. Yes, yeah. and they're still like jealous and like me. About it, I don't even make sense. Yeah, so definitely okay. Okay, (laughs) that just means med time, baby. Yeah, um, but yeah, I would say definitely that's a red flag. And honestly, in both dishonesty, hate it. If you lie to me, I'm sorry, we're done. Because there's just no reason to. Even if something bad happened, just fucking tell me. And we'll I figure it out. like the most like open and understanding person. I really, I really do feel like I am. Like. I have so many friends who tell me stuff like they fucked up or whatever, and I'm like, "Well, you're human. It's yeah, okay." Literally, like she's the most understanding person. So if you feel the need to lie, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, like I, I'm dropping you because I give people so many chances to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say dishonesty is like the most disgusting thing in the world, and obviously cheating and like all that. Also, okay, I don't get the whole like I need to be. 
Oh, okay. We'll 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 go faster. Sorry. So the whole like making you block people, like. Oh yeah, no, honey. But <laughs> no. If I'm with you and I'm choosing to be with you, why are you concerned about somebody else on my phone? Again, don't get me wrong. If I have an ex, and yeah, if you, okay, uh, ex is like different. Okay, like when we say these things, it's like we're not stupid. The obvious ones are like yeah. hello, but yeah. it's like if if I'm dating, let me not. Yeah, no, but <laughs> yeah, no, we're not about to say. Don't say that. But <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna say it. Okay. So if I'm dating somebody and my friend has a boyfriend and the, her boyfriend is mad that my boyfriend's in her phone because we're all freaking friends. Yeah, that's too much. Que lo que tu hace? Que lo que? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> For real. Are you okay? Yeah. Like, I get if something makes you uncomfortable, but like, really just think about that. <laughs> like, just think about She is my best motherfucking friend. Yes. That's what I'm going to say. And the man is obsessed with her. So I can't remember. Anyways, <laughs> let's just move on. Okay. Anyways, um, okay, we'll do one or two quick ones. Um, would you say that you're introverted or extroverted? Um, I would say extroverted. I want to say a little bit of both, but like realistically, I'm more extroverted. Yeah, I think I'm an. I think it's called an introverted extrovert. Where I get, I fill my cup around people, but only the people that I'm close to. Yeah. Like, if I'm at a party, I'm not going to, I'll be fine, but it's not going to fill my cup. Like, it's more like if I'm with Emily or, like, with our little group of friends, yeah. that gives me more energy than going to a party. Right. Okay. So, yeah. I'd say that. And then last question of the week. Let's see. Um, I guess these two go hand in hand. What is one thing that can instantly make your day better and what can instantly calm you? Okay, what makes my day better is Criminal Minds. Period. Spencer Reed. And then something that brings me peace. Is mm-hmm. that what it was? Um, honestly, like a shower. Ugh. I don't know. Like yeah. it, again, it, goes, it kind of goes back. Like it's like my me time. Like, mm-hmm. I could just sit back. Well, I'm not sitting, but you know, yeah. what I'm I can just relax, be in my thoughts, get squeaky clean, <laughs> get that hot water on me, and then yeah. it's, it's just again, it's like you're, it's a very yes, yeah. and like place. it's like the stress is melting away with yeah. the water and all that. Yeah. I usually like to take nightly showers, so it's like at the end of the day, I'm just like Dead. washing the whole day <laughs> yeah. off of me. Like, bye. Yeah, like, I, I need, need to go to bed. To bed. Yeah. yeah, I would say okay, something that can instantly make my day better is. Like, something small, like, if Jonan gets me, like, a candy bar because he was thinking of me, or, like, Emily texts me, hey, how's your day going? Or, like, if somebody on the street smiles at me, like, those little things make my day rather than, like, some huge thing. Yeah. And then I would sit over my niece. Oh, my God. See her in my whole day. Life is made. She's the most beautiful person in the world. And then something that instantly calms me is watching psych yeah. <laughs> that is my sister my as much as she can be a pain in the butt she calmed me down she's just mm-hmm. like i look at her and i just think innocence and yeah like, there's love her she's yeah. so cute um but yeah but yeah um all right well that was it for this week's episode we hope you guys have liked it was it chaotic yes <laughs> are we sorry for it no, no, <laughs> because this is us, and we are baddies. We are baddies. We have insecurities. We have insecurities, and like to just 
fuck around and find out. <laughs> but anyways, we'll see you next week. We love it. After that, after that, after that. No, just know that it's always gonna be one or two weeks. Yeah, just, never just, just more than that. Yeah, just five. Just five. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Bye.